Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind <laughs> up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me act a fool up in here, up in here. Oh my god, you're so stupid. What's up, what's up, guys? <laughs> uh, this is Joaquin, I'm here with Jay. And uh, this is the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. We are um, super excited to be here with you guys again today. Um, uh, unfortunately, uh, I am feeling a bit under the weather. Um, so, uh, if I don't sound as energetic today, then that's what it is, or I'll still sound energetic, but then I'll be passed out tomorrow and not wake up for the day. So anyway, so I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little what's, under the what's up with that, with that DMX, man? You know, you know why, you know why? Cause we were talking about, so we were going to do like an eighties intro, uh, for our buddy angel, but right before we got on, uh, I was telling you how I was, how I got frustrated today or not today, this week, and how I was uh, I was ready to, to release a rant onto the world, <laughs> <laughs> and so um, uh, so that's that's you know what I, like I, I felt that emotion, so I just went with DMX. So it's like went. okay, you know, because hey, he, I, some people make me want to act a fool <laughs> up in here, up in here. <laughs> You know, some pe- some people want to make me go all out. Up, up in, in here, up in here, up in here. <laughs> so what up, Jay? How's your week been? Uh, <laughs> week's been good. It's been good. Everything's been good. Like really. <laughs> um, so we have to talk. So just it's been good. It's no, been wait, good. wait. Actually, I was like, yeah, yeah, no, we're good. We're no, good. No, yeah, you, next. Burr. No, um, I actually have something that you're gonna find quite interesting that. I can't believe I haven't told you, you know, since since I got here. But apparently, someone at my job today, a a, a grown, a grown, grown man, um, discovered for the first time in his life the music of Hall and Oates. What? (laughs) First time? First time I, I, so like, not, in his not, life. Not for nothing. So obviously, he's not white. No, he's not white. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but that doesn't matter. Is he Is he like from like New York? Or- that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter because he, he he's talking about, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm i a big fan of Queen. I know every Queen song because right? mm-hmm. of, of his uncle playing whatever. Yeah. So, no, to, to, his, to his defense... He Wait. knew songs, but didn't know that they were ha- that they, were they belonged to Hall and Oates. Gotcha. And then when he would when he heard them, it was like, "Oh, I heard this song. Okay, I I I uh, I, I know some of their songs." Right, and I get but, that. I get that because you know I'm terrible with like lyrics and names of songs. Like I can hear the song and I can be like, "Yeah, I know that song." Yeah, but that happens a lot. But tell me, you know, you tell me like, "Oh, remember how this song was like la 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 la?" And I was like, but "No, yeah. what song is that?" And then you played me like the first few bars, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know that song. I know that song." <laughs> that's why my intros lately, you know, you know, they're like very short. That's all I remember of the song. <laughs> yeah. It was just like it was, it was weird. It's like, dude, what? Yo, son, when you, you say he's a grown you, man, like you've 40s, been 40s, you've been living in a cave. <laughs> it's like with, with no, with with no contact <laughs> to like. Pop culture or media I mean, or whatever. I guess that makes sense if his uncle, like, introduced him to Queen. I don't, I don't see too many Queen fans, me and Hollow Notes fans. Yeah, but, I mean, he is 10 years younger than me, right? If that's a defense. Oh, he's a kid in his 30s. But, yeah, but it's... Uh, he's, he's a, like, a... But no, yeah. but, but yeah, it's I, but, I, okay. I, but it's weird. It's, but it's so it weird. Sense. It makes sense. It's he's so young, weird. He's a young dude. <laughs> no, because... He's a young dude. Like, yeah, he's young. Like, but you know, he wasn't. He he's was, young, but still, come like, on, hauling notes. Well, but you know, like movies, growing up, TV shows. Like growing up, my dad, all he listened to was the oldies like stations. So I heard all. I heard all. I heard. I heard all that. I stuff. heard it all. I heard oh, it oh, all. Oh, oh. 
Well, you know, maybe, you know, his uncle didn't let him listen to oldies. He just let him listen to Queen. <laughs> no, he, he, he said that he grew up, well, in his defense. Well, he defended himself by saying that he grew up with uh, listening to it, listening to a lot of Motown. Oh, okay. Well, I can. I can I but can. but even then, I'm like, yo, but. I can get with that. But you never heard the song Jingle Bell Rock? <laughs> it's like they played even in the Christian stations. Like, it's everywhere. Yeah. That's Hollow Notes. Yeah, it's Hollow Notes. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Not a big Holland Notes guy. I'm done. Not a big Holland Notes guy. Like I said, once again, right? I don't know. Like I know songs. I just don't know that it's then. That it that's the now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I guess that's the thing with me, like knowing artist names or movie names and actors and all that stuff. It's like it's a weird thing. So, uh, oh, hey, man. Um, I don't know if uh, anyone said this to you yet, but um, happy Cinco de Mayo, you Puerto Rican. <laughs> You're doing that on purpose because of my post, right? <laughs> I think it's silly. I what's see once again talk like talk about talk about like getting set off like like just losing my mind. I I need to like punch things or something to get some of this <laughs> some of this energy out because I my dad also posted the same thing and, and my thing was this. No, oh, no, I got it. I, I got it from your dad. Okay, right, so my dad posted it and I'm like, pops, you look white. No yeah. one knows you're Puerto Rican. <laughs> He looks so white. You know, like, so does my Uncle Sergio. Like, yo, you guys are white. You're like white Puerto Ricans. Like, no one, like, unless they see you in your car and they see the flag, or no you, one's no, going to know no, you're Puerto Rican. Even, like, no, no, no. They look, all of you, look so white. Well, except for Becca. Becca looks, Becca looks like she celebrates Cinco de Mayo. But, um, she's going to kill me if she hears this. But, now you're safe. But, you know, like, because at one time I was with, I was with Waskar. Right. Right. And I think we were at a bank. Or no, we were at a restaurant. We were at a restaurant. And we're speaking Spanish. And this lady tells him, oh, wow. Like, you really speak that Spanish real good, right? And then she, <laughs> and he turns around. He's like, oh, yeah. Well, you know, you know, I, I, I learned it in school. Like, just like he just right. went, he just kept on going. You know, I, I learned it in school. You know, I took Spanish in high school, and then I kept the, I, I, I took more classes in college. You know, so you know, so I'm the course became friends with with a Spanish speaker, so I could keep it going. Even though we're not really friends, we're brothers. Like he was born, and he he spoke Spanish as his first language, but I had to learn it in school. <laughs> the lady looked like, wait, so. Are you brothers that you actually speak Spanish? Or did you learn it in school? Oh, no, 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 no. Our parents only taught him Spanish. It's like, <laughs> I had to learn it in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I just, I mean, it's it's so silly. People get so, like, offended about, you know, I'm Puerto Rican or I'm Colombian. or I'm, and I, it's didn't, like, I didn't who, put that up because I was cares? offended or whatever. I, know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I put it up because it was funny. Yeah, it's I funny. Mean, I mean, I know that your dad put it up. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure my dad little, put it up because he didn't want to buy it, you know. With the uh, little, with the little anger. I put it up because I thought it was funny. I'm just like, I'm telling you, man, I'm, 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 I'm going to lose my mind one of these days, man. <laughs> I saw something else where somebody was like, ah, oh, if you're, oh, people going after Trump supporters. If you're a Trump supporter, you don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo, and I'm like, why? But did you why see did Trump's? It? Did you see Trump's post? Yeah, he had a, 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 taco, a taco bowl. A taco bowl. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> like they had those best taco bowls at Trump, Trump Tower. <laughs> I love Hispanics. <laughs> at the starting, at the starting, the way he started. Now he's <laughs> right. he's going after that Hispanic uh, vote with a with uh, a taco bowl. Oh, man. I, you know, not to get too deep into it. I mean. I just thought you know, it was media did, media did take a lot of what he said out, out of context. I'm just gonna say that on that. Oh, but it's it's still it's still funny. It's still funny. It's but, still funny. But you know, like people, and I'm like, why are you ups-? like? Here's my thing, right? Like, so like this girl like did this video. And she was like, oh, but don't you be that guy? Oh, I saw that because that, that I, I blonde hair girl or whatever. Yeah, I think Milena, your daughter Milena put it. You know, and I'm just like, like Mexicans say Cinco de Mayo is not even a real thing. So why are you upset? Well, over something that's not why why would you get upset over something that isn't yeah like historically speaking real. Cinco de Mayo celebrating Cinco de Mayo with parties and drinking will right. be just will be the equivalent of celebrating like you know what is it the um with the with the Native Americans the <laughs> I'm doing this I don't know. You, like you know what it is yeah the trail the, of uh, tears the trail of tears I don't think that's the equivalent 
Yeah, I would say this because the, because right then the Mexicans like they fought off the French. No, they tried to fight off the French, and they got they got the butt stomped. Yeah. So it's more <laughs> so, no, it, not they, it wouldn't be trail of tears. It would they, be more they like they tried to um, fight off the French. It would be more like uh, probably uh, uh, maybe Gettysburg, where the South and the North lost a bunch of people. They yeah. died. And, yeah. 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 It'd be the equivalent I, of you that. Know, you know, but that's the thing. Though so, I I believe. I'm telling you, man, Cinco de Mayo came from some Mexican dude in his restaurant, and he was like, you know, how can we, how can we, like, increase, you and, know, and, sales? And it's probably something that, like, like if we go with, with that train of thought, it's probably something that one guy did, you know, to commemorate, you know, like, you know, historically, hey, come right. on, and then it just, like, blew up to this big, like, probably some white guy went to the restaurant and saw it and said, hey, hey this is awesome. This is a great idea. I could bring this back and make a lot of uh, money. I don't, nah, see, I think I still, I still hold to my Mexican guy pulling it, putting it together going, how can we, how can we get the, the gringos to drink all the tequila that we have? <laughs> drink all the tequila we, Coronas. Because, you know, like, we, you know, we got to throw it away if it doesn't get drunk by, by now. It's just one, yeah. It's just one of those things. I don't, you know, people people get upset about a fake, a fake holiday, and it drives me insane because I mean, people get upset about Valentine's. Because everybody, everybody gets upset about every, you know. It's like if you say hi to someone the wrong way, they get, you know. A buddy of mine today was telling me I, on his way into work, he, he was driving behind somebody. He went into the left lane, right, to turn yeah. onto the interstate. And then the guy that was behind, he was behind got mad and started chasing him. Seriously? Yeah. But you could die like that. It's like, what? <laughs> it just makes me want to go buy like 50 acres in Arizona and just be done with it. <laughs> Build my little shack out Arizona, there. Arizona? Too hot. Go to Montana. No, nah, but no. Actually, man, this was really, I, somebody showed me like these plots of land being sold. Like you could buy, you know, 100 acres for relatively inexpensive. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. See, people think Arizona is just like flat desert. There's yeah. just some beautiful like vistas and like little like creeks and rivers and, and all kinds of little things, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Got it by yeah. Hey, man, get, fifty get, acres. Get my fifty acres and and my little Mexicana, right? And just be, <laughs> just be done with it, man. Just be done. I'm like Dunzo. <laughs> <laughs> all right so, so um, anyway so, so all, I, all that is is to say i felt a little ranty this so week that's why so anyway that's why you opened up the show with dmx that's why i opened up the show with dmx because i was hot under the collar <laughs> so um civil war opens up officially Rihanna's opened up tonight 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 yeah right it was already sold out co-worker went he uh he, he bought his ticket to see it tonight so I guess he'll tell me tomorrow. Right. But actually, he won't tell me because he's one of those guys that doesn't even want to. He doesn't want to see too many trailers. Oh, or okay. Read too much. So about he, he's it not going to try to spoil it for you. No, he not won't. me. I'm the guy. I'm gonna. I'm the guy that'll watch it and then I'll text you and I'll be like, "Oh my gosh, you won't believe what we just saw." And you'll be like, "Don't tell me." And I'll be like, "Spider Man." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "I know he was in the trailer. <laughs> he was in a commercial." <laughs> I mean, but it doesn't matter I because mean, I, I'll, I'll watch it anyway. Probably not this weekend. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, but I'll, I'll watch it anyway. If I feel better, I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna go tomorrow. I'm probably um, on four. It's the best time, man. Kids are still uh, kids are just getting out of school, so they're not really going anywhere. Go watch it. Go watch it with old people. Go watch it with <laughs> or people like who take off work like we did for Batman Superman. Uh yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know that. Um. Well, maybe some people would take off her. Nah, I don't know. For Marvel's uh, Civil War, it's got some really great reviews. Like it's blowing hey, it up. Everybody loves somebody, Marvel. Somebody called it best superhero movie ever. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna dislike it just out of principle. <laughs> <laughs> like this movie was dumb. No, it wasn't. It was awesome. <laughs> but, <laughs> just just to do it. Just yeah, to be just contrary. to just to be contrary. Yeah, because that's me. I like be, being contrary. It's in my nature. <laughs> who, are you most, who are you most excited to see in Civil War? No one. No one? I'm not all that excited for Civil War. Killing me, Smalls. Dude, I've been saying this every I, episode I know, we talk about I know, it. <laughs> I'll just never explain why. Because, oh man, because nothing has changed. Like, there's no more, like, for me, there's no more awe factor. In any of these Marvel movies, right? Everything is 
It's just the same machine mm. spitting out the same movies. Now they're throwing in Spider-Man. I think I think Spider-Man's debut in a Marvel-owned thing, I think right. that's pretty cool. Right. right. But I'll be excited for when they put out his solo movie. Right. right. Then I'll be like, oh, damn. I, you know, wow. I'm excited about Spider-Man because the just the two clips I've seen, it seems like they're really... Like they're, it's like almost like they're capturing the best mm-hmm. out of the first two Spider-Mans, the Maguire one, the Maguire and the and the uh, Garfield, oh, and the Garfield. Okay, you know, a little because you know the Garfield, he was a little more of the like, hey man, like a little more of the cocky or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know. But the but the Maguire, I think he had the more, um, like probably the more depth, like emotional depth for for yes. Spider-Man. So yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. So it looks like it might be. Well, might be hitting on yeah the thing that i told you about that um we talked about this that i liked about that one trailer with the winter soldier right was that i think this is for me this is the first showing of spider-man where they do something that focuses on how strong he is right right because the other movies he was agile right you know he was he was a wise guy whatever all those things are very spider-man-esque but right. like I, for me none of the other movies really focus on his strength i'm like he's really strong right right but this this last trailer where he grabs the Winter Soldier, yeah, like he and catches like, wow, his punch, yeah, an and then he forces <laughs> and he turns his arm. I think that that for me was yeah. pretty cool. But um, it's I don't know, I don't know, that's and, a, I, I, don't, and I know a lot of people that are excited to see Black Panther on screen. But I mean, I was never a big Black Panther fan anyway. Right, right. You know what I mean, like, eh, I'm just like, excited because finally we got a black guy who's a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> that's what everybody that's the same thing everybody else says and I'm like I'm okay saying, I'm but saying. I, I when's, you know when's, when's the Latino superhero coming up, coming along well, <laughs> vibes already Vi- on the flash vibes on the flash I want a Latino I want a Latino in the movies, in the movies. <laughs> doggone it <laughs> I want a- well Jessica Alba was 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 Susan Richards? No, but she was Susan Richards. <laughs> she wasn't Susana <laughs> Ricardo. She wasn't Susana Ricardo. <laughs> Susana Rodriguez. That's all I'm right? saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> How is that? No, but um, yo, but yo, but I, you know, I, I mean, I, you know what? I am, I am a bit excited. I think um, I'm gonna tell you what, what excites me is because it looks like. They're really carrying over more than anything from the Winter Soldier, which was such a good. It was good, and that's the thing that Marvel like movie. someone told me today, like their their rebuttal to what I said was like just the fact that it's the Russo brothers and like um like Winter Soldier was a really good movie. Yeah, like it, it, it was. It, 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 and I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I, really I think liked it. I think it's the best Marvel movie. Yeah, so do I. So you do know, I. I'll, I'll, I'll agree to that. You know, I, it was just like. I mean, intrigue, you know, it had, you know, yeah, it had the action. Because the action is always going to be well done. I mean, we've gotten to the point where I think where, where the action in these movies are going to be dope. Right. And they're going to be well done. So, like, there's Except no... Except for Iron Man 3. Like I said, we've got to the point. <laughs> Iron Man 3 was, like, eight years ago, right? Except for Iron Man 3. Let it go. Let it go. Iron Man 3 sucked. Let it go. Um, but the, the story-wise, and I, like, like I was even saying, like, Marvel... Like Marvel's, yeah, Marvel's universe is is like the way they've done their universe has been very well done and very interconnected and everything. But Marvel has had the weakest villains. Period. Like the only villain that was kind of like what cool real villain has was Loki? Has, has there been Loki? Right, Loki. That's, that's it. it. And then they just keep teasing with Thanos. They keep, yeah, right. They keep right. teasing with Thanos for after after credit scenes. Here comes Thanos again. Oh, it's almost like you right. know you could take <laughs> the three appearances of Thanos and like make it to like a YouTube, yeah, like you know, YouTube, yeah, movie. Loki, Loki. But I mean, like Iron Man, the first Iron Man, he fought the dude that was uh, that ran his company or whatever. Um, Jeff Bridges' character, right? Uh, you know, it was weak, weak. Like oh, so it is old on, suit. Yeah, yeah, he put yeah, on yeah. the old suit. I don't remember that. You know, I mean. They, they, I, I didn't really care so much about the Mandarin. I know a lot of the fanboys did. I did, but even the bad guy that was behind the Mandarin was kind of weak. Yeah, he was weak. You know, I did because in the comics, the Mandarin is such a powerful character. Right, like they, they had a brilliant opportunity to make like a really good villain out of the Mandarin, and instead they made him a joke. Right, right. So yeah. Yeah, um, you're right though. You're right though. There's, I mean, other than Loki and the Avengers, no real villain. And, Lo- then, and Loki yeah, but, and Thor. But, but then in 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 the second Thor, he was almost like an antihero. Right. Right. So, well, that's what I'm saying. In the first Thor and in the Avengers, 
Right. Like, yeah, Loki, good villain. But there's been, they don't have any good villains. And then I read somewhere how they were complaining there was no villain in Civil War. But Civil War isn't a story with a villain. Right, right. It's the good guys fighting each other. Right, they, it's, it's called the Civil War. Right? Yeah, the villain, the villain are, are, are the ideals. Yes. Well, you know... um, you know, like even you know, and even even in the even in the X Men movies, um, you know, you had Magneto was only ever really the the big, the big really like in the first movie, yeah, the big like guy. The but guy. none of the other ones, and they, even they their attempt at Dark Phoenix in the third one, in the yeah, third one really was, messed it was up. Garbage. Yeah. So I mean, so even <clears> in the, even in the X Men universe, like they're you know, it's so say what you will, you know, I mean. Like or don't like Jesse Eisenberg's, you know, Lex. I mean, he was an evil dude. Like he was, he, and the he fact that brilliant. I mean, and that tells you that tells you why DC. I think DC is so much better at villains. I mean, they're putting out but, a movie, but then, with villains. But then, like Zod, Zod was a scary dude. Yes, he was. The Man of Steel, Zod was scary. Well, so was uh, Zahara, Zahara, Zahara. I can't think of her name. Feora. Feora. <laughs> who, who am I thinking of? No idea. I don't know either. I don't know. Feora. Zayora, nah, the Feora, but Samara, yeah, she was bad. Yeah, she was bad. All but bad, like, she was but, bad. But like Zod was scary. Yeah, like from the beginning when they first showed him. Yeah, you know he was scary. Even when he was being sentenced, he was still scary. Yeah, so right. Think, so yeah, yeah. So I think DC definitely. I mean, with I mean, the Suicide and, Squad coming out, and say what you want about Doomsday. Doomsday, <laughs> Doomsday was scary. Yeah, like the dude kept powering up. I was like he. It was like it's like playing a video game. He kept hitting the power up pellets, <laughs> right? And Suicide Squad is. I think the Joker and the Enchantress are the bad guys. Maybe I think because that last trailer was still kind of. I think the Enchantress is going to be the one that they're supposed to go after because uh, I was I was watching a video about um, like things you might have missed in the last trailer. Yeah, and one of the things is that when. Amanda Waller, who puts the Suicide Squad together, uh, when they they freeze the pictures behind her of mm-hmm. like the squad that she's put together, the Enchantress isn't on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I noticed that when they're when they're setting when they're talking about everybody, they're showcasing everybody. Yeah. They don't they don't show the so, Enchantress. So I, yeah, I think she's gonna be the one but, that, that they're going but after. But they also don't show the Joker. Well, they show no. Well, Joker isn't. No, Joker was never part of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's true. All right, as far as as far as this iteration, like he was never he was never. No, but he was never really part of the suicide squad. You can't, squad, you can't control him. Like, right. like you put it's like we can put a bomb on your neck. So, <laughs> so I'll do what I want. Um, so yeah, so like yeah. It, it looks like um, yeah. So the Joker's it looks like the Joker's gonna be causing. It's like they're gonna go fight the Enchantress and her minions or whatever. And then while they're trying to fight her, the Joker's just gonna be causing all kinds of havoc all the way around them. I'm trying to get Harley back. So I'm I'm excited about that movie. Man, I wish it was July right now. <sighs> why they should, why can't they push it up? They should have pushed it up. That's all I'm saying. Oh well, we have a few more things. Um, started giving Junie driving lessons. Nice. I saw the first video. I uh, made sure to stay home. Are, are you doing it in the neighborhood? Or did you take him? To I'm the doing it in lot? the neighborhood. He's not ready. He's not. I mean, it's like a parking lot. No, no. You know, it's the other side. Okay. okay. You know that it's empty. Even though last night I took him to drive. To come out of the park, to come out of the the driveway, right, right, and drive around the neighborhood, and then try to park back into the into the driveway, right. Which the parking back in was scary. Did he park it <laughs> forward? Or he tried to park it backwards. No, no, no. Just He's forward. not ready for backwards yet. For I'm, forwards. I don't park backwards. I'm not ready for backwards. I've been driving all the forwards, but he came like within like five inches of the wall. Oh, you had him drive into the garage? No, 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 no. Oh, you no, mean no. the garage door? The garage door. But he he came in real tight. So, like, to the wall. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Oh, oh that little wall. On yeah, the side. This, this oh, little okay, wall okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I was like, all right, you have to put attention, <laughs> right? Because oh, since the, the driveway is on a, on a slight incline, right. so he felt that he needed to, like, accelerate. And since he has no control yet, like, he, he accelerated. You know, you know, you know. But, I mean, besides all that, besides that, like he's, I got he's a great way. Really, he's doing really well. I got a great way for him. To doing learn. really well. I got a great way for him to learn to drive. Great. What is it? So, you know, my dad's in in Florida right now. Okay. Because he's taking care of his mom. Right. So somebody needs to cut the grass at my parents' house. My dad has a riding lawnmower. That's a great way to learn to drive. <laughs> so he can cut the grass, and he can learn, and he can. That's how. Honestly, 
I did that for like however many years. That's how you know we had to cut the grass when I lived in Perry. So I had that, and I had to learn how to get real close to the edge. We had this edge that was just embankment and that just dropped straight down. Wow, like five feet. That's just, scary. You know, and I I could get right up on it, be like uh, go around, and it's a great way to learn to drive, man. Yeah, no, it takes it would be too much of a drive from here to your parents' house. No, because you drop them off, <clears throat> go hang out, go watch a movie at the mall, they come back. <laughs> <laughs> when he's finished. No, but he's doing really well. And um next month next yeah, next Monday's his birthday. And he'll be sixteen. Are you are you doing a sweet sixteen? No. No. No, he's he's a boy. I know that. I was <laughs> I was doing it. No, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna take him a crown. I'm gonna take him a little tiara. Here you go, buddy. Sweet sixteen. Sweet sixteen. Little bedazzled. Ah, oh, dude, we should chucks. take him to the gun range. Yeah, let's do that for his birthday. We should take him to the gun range and then and then out to eat. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Do that's that. a good idea. Let's do that. Let's do that on. Um... Gun ranges are easier during the week, but I mean, we get up early on Saturday and not this Saturday, but well, I mean, he turns. Saturday. Turn 16 this coming Monday. This right? coming Monday, yeah. Oh, so Saturday. We could get up early Saturday and go. No, we can't. Why? Saturday's a very complicated day. Saturday's um, the concert with Cannon. Are you sure Saturday? Yes, I'm sure. I, I'm not going to say I don't believe you. I'm still going to look the at The 14th. Oh my gosh. His birthday's right. on That's this right. coming Monday. The That's 14th right. Saturday, is Saturday. Saturday is the 7th. Saturday is... The concert with Cannon. Up. Uh, I mean, what do we got to do? Well, you don't have to do as much as I do. I have exactly. to go. I have to open the church. Oh, I have to like move equipment, move instruments from the stage, set things up. It would be great if you helped, but I don't understand. You don't have to, but it would be great if you helped because right. you know this. This is an outcry thing, but well, but, 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 but I understand. I, but I'm part of the Overflow Podcast. <laughs> At this is outcry. I'm not part of outcries. <laughs> I cry as the umbrella to the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have to do anything. Yeah, Saturday. It's so funny, right? Because oh, um, Saturday. I mean, next Saturday. Um, a week from this Saturday. Oh, you know, so I was finally able to to fix the website, right? Yes. So this is ourcry.com is up and running again. Yay. And um, in fixing the website, I have a calendar on the, on the homepage, like a countdown for right. our events. And then uh, it's, it said, like, next event, 10 days and whatever hours and minutes and seconds. And I'm like, oh, what? Wait, what? 10 days? What? Yeah, wait, what? And when I checked, dude, yeah, it was yeah, 10 that's, days. That's funny because I was talking to somebody that they wanted me to do something last Saturday, next Saturday. And I was like, yeah, I can't because I got the concert. <laughs> so totally at, least for, you, totally, at least you remember for that. Totally forgot about it. Um, yeah, man, it's your next Saturday. And um. This is fun. I was talking to um to DJ Four Twelve. All right, I think we we've mentioned him a, a few times here. DJ Four Twelve, he's our DJ when we do like outreach or when we go to festivals and we do things like that. But he he's also Cannon's DJ, right? So I was talking to DJ Four Twelve, and um, well, he really should have come here tonight. Anyway, uh, I could have. I was talking to DJ412 and he was telling me that <laughs> the cannon said, you know, to prepare in case like somebody else shows up. Okay. And I'm like, somebody like who? Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking someone like who? Because, you know, um, right. I'm going to cook, right? I'm going to cook for yeah. just for us. Oh, okay. And like for Junie or whatever, you know, for us for, there. For us, if you come and help. But yeah, yeah. But that includes that includes him because he's going right. to be there early. And then, you know, Cannon, you know, because he's going to be there. So, you know, I'm going to cook and we're all going to be there. So I'm like thinking like someone like who? Because like for me, since I'm cooking like this, I'm going to have to add extra because I mean, right. how many people, right? And, all we got to do is pray over it. And, and he says, and he says, and he says, Come on, Jay. You know how it is. Anybody could just show up. 
Right. So all I'm hearing is we should just start saying that all these different people are going to show up. To no, I'm not going to say anything because then if they don't show up, then that's all on us. No, because then we'll be like, oh, but, we were lied to. Oh, those guys are liars. Right, but you remember the last the last time he did an event that we were there last well, last year, right? Yeah. That all these people showed up. Right. Yeah, all his RMG people. Right. All these people showed up. So I'm not saying that. Someone's gonna show someone's up. gonna be there, but I'm also not saying, saying that, that someone's not someone's gonna be not gonna be there. I mean, because there will be people there. We hope we hope. People I'm talking come. about like other other artists or whatever. Because I mean, this is Atlanta, and everybody's here, right? Right. Everybody's here. So who knows? Come for Cannon and be surprised. Who knows? Indeed. <laughs> come for Cannon and be have surprised. The boys been, have the boys been passing out the the, the handouts and flyers and stuff? The boys been handing out the flyers. They gave it to the teacher. The teacher put up the poster. Put the poster up at the school. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I <laughs> marketing one hundred and one. I um, I told them that um, whoever brings like the most people, right? Like invites the most people. Most people showed up. Hey, Junie invited me, or Ryan invited me. You know, we we'll see who it is. Right. Then that kid's group gets to meet Cannon. Oh, okay. Right, so then I opened that up to like everybody, right? right? <laughs> it's like you got to come in, say who invited you, say who brought you in, say who brought you, in. and the biggest, the person with the biggest group, that person and the group gets to meet Ken. Now Junie and Ryan can't go. We invited each other, so whoever wins, they could <laughs> they go in. <laughs> no, because I invited them all. I invited them both, and there's a third kid too. Oh, okay. Whose name I really? Yeah. Were you able to go by the Christian bookstores and post stuff up there? No, I was not. You know you can do that. I uh, probably could. You can do that. I'll, yeah, yeah. Because last time, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't leave off any flyers. You don't or I just, nothing. I just left last week. You don't give me nothing, dog. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. I got, I have this stuff in the car. You can do that. But yeah, um, that's awesome. And I'm then, excited, dude. I'm excited. And then we got Atlanta Fest coming up in then July. Atlanta Fest coming up in June. June. June sixteenth through eighteenth. Like, you never remember the dates. I never do. <laughs> 16th through 18th is Atlanta Fest. And um, we the week before Atlanta Fest is the VU conference that... Um, we're going to try to go to. Yeah, now we're going to. So, um, so it's, it's just it's going to be pretty busy. Pretty busy. Yeah, June, June's, June is packed out. Good thing I have three weeks of vacation, though. To use, I've got a few weeks too. I don't know. <laughs> I heard that if you get hired at Coca Cola, you start off with three weeks. Yeah, I mean, I I started off with like three weeks. I think I have an added week now, but um, eh. so hard to use them. Who knows? You know, like I always get to the part of the year where I'm like, yeah, but and but then again, like I with, can't I can't roll them over. And, and then with my job, you know. You accumulate hours the more right, days. Right, like, so yeah, so, so do I, so, yeah. So by the end of the year, I've got all these hours and I can't. The hours <laughs> don't bother me. Like you can't, you can't roll them all because I get, I get PTO. So it's not that I get right. days, I get a certain number of hours. Well, for, for us, for the hours, it's um, like after, in October, I think, if you have over 40 hours, they just pay you for those extra hours. No, with us, you have to take them off. Now for vacation you have days, to take for them. vacation days, you have to take them off, or you just lose them at the end of your. Yeah, see, your I don't, year. I don't get separate vacation days. It's all mushed together. Oh, uh, okay. So by the end of the year, I don't use them. I think you have that until the first two weeks of January, or if not, you lose them. It's hard coming. Like two weeks is easy to use up. Then you got that third week, and you're like, "What am I going to do with you? <laughs> Where am I going to go?" But it's um, but. What that means, we'll see. Man. We'll see. We'll see. And then um, we got to see what we what, what we come up with for July. Yeah, we got uh, July, July and August. I I think um, right now it's tentative, but I think in September we're going to be involved with um, an outdoor outreach at the Kennesaw Skate Park. Okay, cool. Right. So I think that'll that'll be a good look. That'll be a good look. We're gonna do something outdoors there because um try to reach that community also. Right. And um I was told that one of those kids that uh, 
a kid that that f- that used to frequent that place a lot um, committed suicide. Oh, okay. You know, someone from another church um, contacted me, and we talked about that for a bit. So we're gonna see if we can do some some outreach and some ministry to reach to reach those kids as well. Okay. You okay. know, and and that's and that's that's the heart of our cry. That's what we're about. That's what's up. And then we got uh, uh, we got some other stuff hopefully lining up soon, right? Out of state stuff. Out of state stuff. Yeah. You gotta get on it, Jay. I know. It's on you. I know. You like? I do. I think Jay likes me nagging him because I'm always like every other day. Nobody likes nobody nagging them. Well, I think you do because every other day I'm like, "Yo, Jay, do you do you got this done yet?" And you're like, "Ah, I'm almost there." Dude, it's it's (laughs) so much to do. Listen, what's more important, Jesus work or or Mammon? That's all I'm gonna say. (laughs) Jesus work. Okay then. And I'm get to get that. And I'm doing Jesus work. I'm trying to take care of my family. You know, when people put money before Jesus was. Yo, nobody is getting paid, son. <laughs> no, I'm saying you put your job before Jesus works. It's not even my job. It's not even my job. Yeah, your job where you work? No, but I'm saying I'm not putting my job before any of this. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. It's just, it's home. Right now, it's home. You're uh, you're falling into the trap. <laughs> so, with that, so with that. Y'all going to make me lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that is the theme. Of tonight <laughs> is people making us crazy. So, nah. so with that being said, um, let's go ahead and uh, dive into um, our topic uh, for the day. Nice uh, abrupt change here. Um, <clears throat> so that was me, a hard cut. That was a very hard cut. So me and Jay, uh, actually, we we're going to talk about this last week, but um, when you know we ended up talking about what uh, you know, kind of what was on on Jay's heart last week. So. Um, we came back, um, we were revisiting this idea, uh, for this week and this idea was birthed out of, uh, I think Jay and, and, uh, Junior having a conversation, um, over, uh, our friend Junior having a conversation over some, uh, preaching that they had heard. Um, and so the idea, so the idea that, that, uh, we're going to kind of, Jay is going to kind of present to us and we're going to try to unpack a little is, um, you know, being, being Jesus, and and what what does that look like when when Jesus is like like kimchi coming out of your pores? Because if you eat a lot of kimchi, I don't get that reference. If you eat a lot of kimchi, kimchi is like you know what kimchi is, right? Yeah, I know what kimchi is. You know, so for those of you that might not, kimchi is, is fermented cabbage or fermented vegetable in Korea. When you go to Korea, when you get off the plane, that is the first thing you smell. And the thing is, if you eat a lot of kimchi, and my Koreans eat a lot of kimchi, I mean, it gets to the point where it literally, it comes out of your pores. And so, and so this kimchi smell. That doesn't sound good. uh, Well, you get used to the smell, right? If you're, now if like, if it's like the one lone Korean guy and then no one else, you smell it. You're like, holy cow, I smell the the kimchi. I smell the kimchi. I smell the kimchi. And I don't know why there's Italian guy saying it, but. The idea that is right, if as we eat, right, if you eat a lot of kimchi, we're talking you eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you eat it all the time, you get to a point where your body is saturated with kimchi, and you actually begin to smell like kimchi. So that's the way it should be with Jesus. If we're if we're dining on God's word, if we're dining on Jesus' teaching, if we're dining, if we're eating um you know, in a way, if we're eating uh, spending time with Jesus, right? If we're spending time with God, we're reading his word, we're praying, we're worshiping. If we're doing all these things um, on, a, on a consistent daily basis, then at some point, right, our lives and our hearts should be so saturated with Jesus that you can't help, but it can't help just become out of our pores. And so right. what happens then when it comes out of our pores and how does that affect or, or how can that affect those um, around us. So with that being the intro, with that being said, Jay, why don't you go ahead and uh, kind of begin walking us down um, this road a little bit. Right. So, you know, as, as, as Joaquin said, with <laughs> the exception to the kimchi reference that I didn't get, cause I just didn't get, but, but, um, but now you get it. Cause I explained it, but we talked about, um, <laughs> right. We hear that when people see us, they should see Jesus, right? We, we, well, we, it's funny because I was, 
when I was writing this out, I was realizing more and more that our podcast is for the church, right? It's for the believer yeah, it does. over, over, over the non-believer because I mean, I don't think a non-believer would, um, go out of their way to like look for and listen to our podcast. To smell like Jesus came. And it would be great if they did, you know, it's not that we're excluding them, but it's, it's the reality of the thing. Right. So, um, right. So it's almost become cliche, right. To hear that we have to reflect. I'm so mad at angel right now. I'm sorry. Every time I say, right, I think of him. Oh, (laughs) right. Right. (laughs) You know, it's it's become almost cliche that we 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 say it, and we're told that in all things and at all times we should reflect Jesus. Correct. Right? When people see us, they should see Jesus. When people see our actions, they should you know be the actions that Jesus would correct would have. They used to call it back in the day lifestyle evangelism. <laughs> right, 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 right. So um, right, 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 right. That's for you, Angel. So. What if what if what if it's supposed to be deeper than that? After you and I spoke about it and we were trying to unpack this, you know, that's 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 the driving thought that was beating beating in my in my in my head. You know, what if it's supposed to be deeper than that? You know, what okay. if it's not just, you know, you should see Jesus? Or or the unbeliever or the world should see Jesus when they see us. Okay, because even Paul speaks about looking as into a mirror darkly. Right. So what if it's more than that? And so that, that and, and, and that's what it is when I when I speak of this point of contact. And it's funny that um you sent that link about televangelists and that dude Robert Tilton. Correct. Son. I grew up watching that guy, always wondering why he would ask people to touch the TV screen. Right. right? But but for him, that was a point of contact, right? Touch the TV screen and whatever, whatever. And the little red hankies and all these right. like it's it's it sounds almost all these, all um, these charms. <laughs> it's it sounds almost like witchcraft or magic show. But we're gonna take all of that stuff out of the way because in reality, we should be the point of contact. Right? Correct. We should as you said, you know, the whole kimchi pouring out of our pores, right? It should be like the Holy Spirit should be so indwelt in us that people will not only just see the reflection of Jesus in us, but they will, they will hear his voice when we speak to them, not speaking all the time because, you know, you're not going to be at a baseball game rooting for your favorite team and it'll be like Jesus rooting for his favorite team, right? But when you speak to everyone, correct? when you speak to everyone, they should hear the voice of, they should hear the voice of Jesus coming out of your mouth, right? And that means that you would, Speak with the words that Jesus will speak. You will speak with the patience and with the kindness that Jesus spoke and, and with. And with the authority, right? if, if need be, right. I, I was getting there, oh, man. Jumping, <laughs> but yes, jumping, jumping as, as Joaquin said, oh, with the authority, right? But like, it's, it's on the site. You know, what if, what if I were to tell you that we should be the point of contact for unbelievers not to just see him, but also know him and feel him? Okay. So we're going to, I was, I was, we're going to get into that a little. I was looking for another, another verse that just came to me now while Joaquin was um doing his, was doing the intro and we'll get into that later, but I think it's, um I think it's relevant to what we're saying. Okay. Right? So we're, we're speaking out of Acts chapter three, right? Verses three through six. Okay. Right. Three, four, five, six, four and five together. Right. And um, first we're going to put actor, actors, Acts 3 3. Right. Scene. Okay. We're going to get a background. Right. So let's, right? let's give, a, give, a, give a background. So, set set so, this up for me. All right. So, real simple. Right. We're not, without getting too deep into kind of some of the particulars, you have a guy that is, that is lame that has been uh, begging his whole life at this gate. It was called the beautiful gate or the, the gate was called beautiful, I guess, um, better way of saying it. And so every day, um, his, you know, his people bring him out and set him there for him to beg, uh, and ask for money. Uh, and so on this day, like any other day, right. 
Uh, he sees some guys walk by, and he says, "Hey guys, do you have any money you could spare?" And that's where we, that's where we kind of uh, begin. That's kind of where we jump in, right? To uh, Acts three, verse three, where it says, "Seeing Peter, so the lame man, um, and, and lame and he, his legs, right? So seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms or, or money." And so this this dude was crippled his whole life, right? Crippled his whole life. And somebody would drop him off at the church so that he can sit there and right. beg for money. Okay? Now, the thing is that, the thing is this, that um, it wasn't just that people were passing him by and then he saw Peter and John and said, you know, I'm going to ask these guys, right? Because I know who they are and I know that they've been with Jesus and whatever. He was asking Everybody. Everybody. He was asking everybody. But the funny thing, what 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 strikes me with this is that he was asking people who were coming in and out of the temple. Right? He could have mm-hmm. been in front of a bar. He could have right. been in been in front of a, a hotel and inn or whatever, anywhere to ask for his money. But he, he's he's not stupid. Right? He went and he asked to be placed in front of a temple so he can get money. Money to help him eat, because you know you he was he was crippled. Right, that's the only right? way. That's he can, the only way he can live. Right. So, first of all, first of all, you know you have to be seen. You have to allow yourself to be seen, right, by the needy, by the help. Because we were discussing this earlier, and a lot of there are a lot of us, even as believers, we see a homeless person or we see somebody who needs help, like we cross the street. Or we go around the the other way, or we even ra- worse, we raise our windows. Right? Or, or, or even worse than that, you know, we we take out our phones, we walk past them, and we act like we're busy on the phone, or we just walk past them and let's like just ignore them, just take our sights off of them, correct? Right, rather than putting our sights on them, which is what Jesus would do. So when you're doing that, because like, I'm pretty sure Peter and John, not that they were ignoring him. But you know, it was it was time to go to temple, right? I, I, I to me in my mind, they're just walking to temple. They're yeah. not um, maybe like like anything. Um, you know, you're used to seeing these guys always begging, so they become maybe in a way background noise, right? Because it's not it's not the first time. It's not the first right? time because the Bible says that he was there every day, right? And right. we know that it's, it won't be the first time that Peter and John walking into the temple. But today was different. Today was different. This time was different, and then um. Verses four and five, it says, and Peter directed his gaze at him as did John and said, look at us. And he, the crippled man, fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. I love how it doesn't say he expected to receive money. Right. Right. And and, and the deal is that. And the thing is, what separates is that um, I, Peter didn't say, oh, oh, you know, you want you want me to help you? Hey, hey John, you, you got a quarter, you got a dollar, you got something. No, he's just like, look at me. Look. And he spoke, as you said, with that authority because it wasn't even like, because let's be honest, there are times that we go to help the homeless with some money. They're holding their signs or whatever. And if, if you don't, like you said, raise our window. If you don't put your window down and put like a dollar or something out the window, they're not going to come to your car. Right, right. You don't put your hand out to show that you have money. They're not gonna come. They're gonna ignore you because they're focused on getting money to get help, right? To buy food or whatever, right? But Peter said, "Look at me," and dude turned around, expecting something, because he said it with that assurance and that confidence that, that he yeah. had that he has in God, right? And then um, verse six says, "But Peter said, I have no silver and no gold.'" But what I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Right? Now, 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 now. And here it is. All right, what here, is it? Here is where we get that point of contact, right? Because it's like, look, look at me. I'm broke too. Right? right. Like, Jay, speak it out. Look at me. I'm broke too. I have no money to give you, but I'm going to give you what I got. And what I got is Jesus. Correct. Right. What I got is Jesus. I'm going to give you Jesus. 
And he said, in the name of Jesus Christ, get up and walk. Now, we didn't use the rest of these verses because that's what we wanted to focus on. Right. That's what we wanted to focus on, that he came in contact. The crippled guy came in contact with Peter and John. Right. And Peter and John were the conduit of not just the authority of Jesus when he said, look at me and the guy looked, but also of the power of Jesus through the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit to tell this guy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. If you continue reading, it's the Bible says that his legs gained strength and they straightened up. So it wasn't just that he was crippled, but, you know, his, his legs, legs were withered because they, they were withered and deformed because, yeah, exactly, right? So they were withered, like you can crippled up and like bent up. And it says that his legs straightened and gained strength. And this dude did not just stand up and say, oh, my God, it's a miracle. Oh, thank you so much. And then bounce. And the nope. Bible says that he got up and instead he ran, he ran ran to the church and was screaming and yelling and jumping up and down because of how happy he was that once he was lame and now he can now he can walk now he can walk now he can run now he can jump right correct so how does that like transfer to us as believers as believers now correct yeah so i think that what what we're what we're um the idea then right is is as as we as we walk as we walk this earth because you know in this story right we actually have a, a, a physical healing right there's right a, there's, a, there's an actual physical healing but even in the midst of that there is a there's a spiritual healing that that happens um but in today's society in today's world um i'm i'm, I'm gonna try to be real kind of careful how i say this because you know physical healings happened we've seen those Correct. But it's not always the physical healing that needs to happen um, in today's society. It, it comes from, you know, a lot of the people that we run into aren't necessarily uh, physically lame, right? But they're emotionally, spiritually lame, and so and so it's it's up to us um, to be able to through through once again because Jesus is flowing through us, then the Holy Spirit will let us know. Hey, this is how we can. This is how we need to speak in authority to this person. Um, whether someone that has a deep hurt, um, deep psychological hurt, where we can speak Jesus into that. Um, it could be. I mean, once again, it could be someone that um, has a physical ailment. You know, their back hurts. We can pray for them for, for for the healing. But we have to. We have to be. Um, we have to be open to that. Uh, and, and we have to be paying attention. And that's the hardest, that's the hardest part. You know, these guys, the disciples are just walking. I'm in my mind, they're talking. And this guy says, hey, give me money. And they immediately stop and look at him. So, you know, I, I, I believe that's the spirit saying, yo, here, here's this guy right here. This is what we need to, but they were, because they were open to that. They had been doing all kinds of healings and preaching and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All they, over the place. They were, I mean, you know, the, uh, just before this, right, the Holy Spirit came down on them, so they're so they're aware of of the Spirit and so the right things there, they're, going they're, on, and they're emboldened, right? They see the works of the Holy Spirit. They they were baptized in the in the power of the Holy Spirit, right? And because Jesus had told them, "I'm going to send you a comfort. I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit," and 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 the the the, the amazing thing about that is that that Holy Spirit is still alive in us today. Right? Yes. So what Peter and John did there, we can still do today, except for, right, this is key. The key ingredient in that is that we have to be in constant contact with God. Yes. Right. We have to be in constant contact with Jesus. We have to be, right. You know, we have to, to be to, to, to the kimchi analogy. We have to be, we have to be feeding ourselves with God stuff for that to come out of our pores, for that to come out of us, for our cup. But, Right, scripture to, talks to about run a over. cup running over. Well, right. your cup can't run over if you're not filling it. Exactly, you know? exactly, exactly, and and, and, and that's the, hard. And it's funny, <laughs> shameless plug, but and the overflow of that falls onto you know the people that surround us, right? At all times, at all times, at all times, at all times. That's why you know? it reminds me of um, it reminds me of um, listening to Todd White. When he talks, I mean, any talk, just listen, like just Google Todd, you know, 
get on YouTube and just go Todd White and listen because every story of his is the same, just different characters in different locations. <laughs> that's, that's that's pretty true, right? Um, and it's and it's I'm going to some place, I I I meet this person and I just tell him Jesus loves you so much and I love you because Jesus loves you. I mean, it seems like every everything that he does starts with that, right? Right, uh, an iteration of that. And it, yes, and then it just he keeps talking. And it, and it goes into, and it goes from just telling someone, hey, man, Jesus love you too. Can I pray for you? Hey, you have back pain. Let me pray for your back pain. Let me pray for healing. Hey, you got a family member that's got cancer. Let me pray for, you know, like, or, you know, whatever, right? Whatever, however that story kind of unfolds. Now, you know, I say that not because I'm like to put Todd White on a, on a pedestal, but um, it's just as an example of somebody, you know, because, because a lot of times we read the Bible. And we're just, and I think subconsciously we're like, man, that happened so long ago. Yes. You know, um, but here's, here's an example of a dude that's like alive, flesh and bone, who's essentially living this passage every day of his life. And that's every day. And it's everywhere, everywhere. Like he's like, oh, I'm on a plane. I tell the guy next to me, Jesus loves you. And we get into a conversation and then I end up praying for him and I know praying and, for like eight and, other and, passengers. Is and then the thing is, and then the thing is that it's, it's, and he'll, and if you listen, he doesn't say that every time he goes out and he speaks about Jesus, that everyone is happy to hear about it. Correct. You know, and they're open to receiving a lot of people come at him with some, with some anger. Right. Right. But, but he like, he but is he, relentless. He is operating in teaching them and talking to them about the right. love of Christ. He is operating, he is operating in the overflowing of, of what God is has done in his life and what God is doing in his life. And then, so we say that, um, like once again, not because we're trying, Oh, you know, this dude is like so, so awesome, but it's, it's, it's just an example. Right. Um, so how, how do we, how, how can we do that? How, how can we do that? I think, um, I think it's honestly, I think it's so simple that that's why we can't, we don't do it. You know, it's, it's prayer, it's reading scripture. Um, and, it's the hard part. It's the hard part, and it's being bold. Um, you know, you you know, pray. I, and I, I'm going to add a fourth <clears throat> in there. So it's it's you know, we have to read read the word, pray the word, you know, worship the word as it were. You know, mm-hmm. um, the word being Jesus. And <laughs> for the non right. for the non Bible <laughs> college kids, you know, so so read the word, pray the word, worship the word, and then be bold with the word. I was going to say and, and give the word, but that that works too, right? Because be, because this is the thing, right? And that's this is hard. the thing. There is nothing. The, the only difference between them in the Bible, like Peter, Paul, John, and us now, is the names, right? We have right. different names, unless you know unless you're your listening John, and your name is Peter, Peter Paul, and John, Paul, and John, right? <laughs> but <laughs> but it's the same Jesus, it's the same word, and it's the same Holy Spirit. To add right. to your four, to add to your four is, is, you know, to see, to, to, to seek discernment, to see all those encounters as opportunities. Correct. Right. Because as we stated before, that man was at that temple every day. Right. And Peter and John, I'm sure every time they went into temple, that man was there. Correct. That man you know was what? there. He might have asked them. He might have asked them for money before. And, and they probably gave him before. Or they probably didn't have, so they you kept know, walking. Right? Know, they probably what, did but, the they probably did the whole right. looking into heaven. Hey, right. uh, but, is Jesus but, is know. Jesus coming back? Jesus coming back? Right. But you know, that day, that day And I think it's because because of, of what after because the Holy, of the after the, of the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit. Like yep. you just could not you just cannot, you know, you think about, you know, when you drive home and, and, and the exits you get off of and, and you tend to see the same people, you know, every day and, um, and you want, you want to look away, you know, and, um, so how, you know, it's, but it's, it's, we have to be bold and, and we say that, and I say that, you know, um, confession, like I say that knowing I don't do that, right. You know, I don't do it enough or I just don't do it at all because I'm so, I, you know, I'm, I'm just like everyone else. I'm so caught up in in my little in my little world. I'm I gotta go here. I gotta go this. I gotta go do that. I gotta be you know that I completely miss out. Yeah, uh, and, and there have been times where I have walked away from situations that I've been like, yeah, I should have prayed for that person. Yeah, yeah. Same here. You know, same I should have. Like, and, and to say what you know, the people on the on the corners of the exits, or whatever. Like I would, I'll sometimes 
if I have like my lunch with me, like I'll open my window, I'll give him my lunch. Like, hey, this is this, this, this is that. Home cooked. Keep the Tupperware, whatever, you know. But like it's been a while since I've done that. Like, hey, is there anything I can pray with you over? Right. Anything I can pray with you for? Right? Because yes, as as we mentioned last week with James, you know, giving them the food, that's dope. Right? Yes. That takes but that takes care of their physical need. Correct. <laughs> Coffee's ready. That takes care of their physical need. But, you know, offering prayer. And it's not even, oh, hey, look, you're in a wheelchair. Oh, well, Joaquin yeah, and Jay get up. said that. Um, <laughs> Start yelling. Get Peter up. Peter and John said, oh, I'm, you know, it, it can happen. And I'm not saying that it's not going to happen because it could happen. It could happen. It could happen. I've seen it. It can happen. Right. But if you can give them a dollar, you can say a quick prayer. Yes. Right? If you can give them your food, you can say a quick prayer. And sometimes I'm like that too. You know, oh, I got to get home. Or I got to get to work. I got to, you know, whatever. But right. all it takes Fakim's is... He's harassing me about something. I need to go home and get it done. <laughs> all it takes <laughs> is a few minutes. It's not some big, Correct. you know, prayer that, that's going to split the skies open. It's just, Lord, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm going to pray for this guy right here. I hope that you can meet him, his need, meet him at his needs, you know, help him out. You know, anything simple that, but will break open their hearts and, and, and give them a glimpse of, of, of Christ at that moment. In, in their, at in that their moment, you're that point of contact for them to receive a word or hope from Jesus. Yeah. And in that moment, you know, we, we get to put into practice the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. And that's not, you know, and I, I do want, I want to take a step back and say, you know, it's, it's not just homeless people. It's, you know, right. when you, when you're at the grocery store and you get that cashier, that's, that's new. And she's, Flust, you know, frustrated and, and she's all flustered and, you know, and instead of getting nasty or, you know, you know, like, you know, like, you know, I can't believe I got in this line, you know, it's, it's saying like, Hey, you know, don't worry about it. You know, Hey, at the end of the day, you know, God loves you. I right. had a, I had a um, buddy of mine, his dad every day was a pastor. His dad was a buddy of mine's dad was a pastor. And every day he would go to the same grocery store and he would buy a Coke and he would buy it from the same girl every day. And, and he would pay and, and he would say, Hey, I just, just want you to know that God loves you. God loves you. And he will go to church and do his church pastor stuff and um every day. And then finally, you know, the girl was like, you know, you come in here every day and you keep telling me the same thing. Why? He's like, well, you know, and he it opened the door for him to share Christ and for him to invite her to the church and you know, uh, and for there to be life change, right. you know, in her. But you know, and I say that because it's about being, you know, Intentional is if we think about all the people that we we run into every day, the same people we run into every day, you know, are we are we are we allowing ourselves to be open to hear what God has to say to us for them, uh, whether it's God bless you, whether it's, hey, can I pray for you, um, whatever it might be. And that's that boldness part. That's just being bold and doing it. Um and it's scary because we both work in corporate America, you know, and, mm-hmm. oh, you know, praying for people is, 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 that. is a no-no. But what's more important? Do we trust that God's going to protect us and got our back for us to do that? Or are we just going to use that as the, the crutch, right? Well, I can't do that because I'm in corporate America. Right. You're absolutely right. You know, and I mean, I, and I'm, not, I'm saying that not to you, whoever's listening. I'm saying that to myself. You know, I'm throwing, I'm throwing shade at myself. I ain't throwing shade <laughs> at you. I'm throwing shade at myself. Um, so, so being, being that filling ourselves up and being that point of contact for people so that lives can be changed because ultimately that should be our goal as believers is helping people come to know Christ. Um, and, 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 and them having relationship with the Lord, not us, you know, thinking that we're cool Christians, the cool Christian kids that, um, people like, yeah, but, then, like, but no like, lives. But no lives. Like, forget changed. about being seen as normal. Forget about being seen as just a regular person who's also in this walk of faith and this this thing called life, like all of us. Forget about being relevant and, and focus on on being a point of contact for the lost, for the hurt, for the broken, to receive, see, and feel Jesus. Now, it's like D1 right? says, right? <clears throat> Be, so says, be, be real, be real, be righteous, be relevant, and be relevant. But in, in, you know, the way I've always understood it, the relevant part is not 
relevant as in be the cool kid, but relevant as in you've got something relevant that you're, you're, you're sharing with people. The love of God is relevant. Yes. And it's, and it's so right? needed. And it's needed and it's real and it's righteous. That's what's relevant. Showing people love and the love of God. Um, that's what I need to be. That's what Jay needs to be. That's what we all need to be. That's what we all need to be. And, and it's a it's a constant struggle and it's a constant um, understanding of, of where we're going. And so, um, yeah. So with that being said, you know, we want to encourage every everyone. We want to encourage ourselves. Encourage you is that as you walk through life, you know, feed yourself on the word. You know, read the word, pray the word worship the word and be bold with the word. I mean, those are the things that we need to to do so that we can um, be those, those points of contact for people to experience the, the freedom that you can, you can find in Christ. You know, this, the, and I'll end it with this. I'm like, you have anything else to say, Jay? Um, for, before I kind of close it out. Um, yeah, you know, Kenito Kenito Joaquin just said the um the four points, right? And um I'm gonna I'm gonna add to that. When you leave your home or wherever, you know, you know you're gonna be in contact with people, you know, say a little prayer and, 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 and open your heart to to what God can show you, to what the Holy Spirit can show and lead you to. Yeah. Right? To have these these moments where you can be a point of contact with even a stranger that you see in the mall or just in the street or the gas station or whatever, or whoever it might be. So the last thing I want to say is, you know, I, I saw what was interesting was, um, I, I actually read this chapter and the second chapter and the guy, um, it says the guy was 40 years old and at 40, his life begins, right. And it begins worshiping God. And so I say that to end with kind of this idea is that, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are doesn't matter where you are in the age spectrum. You know, uh, when you come in contact with Jesus, your life is going to change and you'll begin life anew. Um, and then you'll be able to be that point of contact for someone else and for someone else and for someone else. So, uh, <laughs> you pray it forward, pray it forward. So with that being said, um, uh, guys, we love you. Uh, listen, share it. We went over a couple of minutes today, but that's okay. Um, I, so we're going to end it with, as we always do, this is Joaquin, and this is Jay, and this is the Overflow Podcast at, <laughs> this is Outcry.com, and I am no longer losing my mind. Peace, guys. Peace.